Beatrix afterwards kept her father's sketch is characteristic. She came from a family of hoarders. She mythologised aspects of her childhood. The Potters lived in London. Not for them the cosy thatched cottage in an orchard at the top of a steep red Devonshire lane of Little Pig Robinson's upbringing. Or meagre rented rooms like that in College Court where Beatrix imagined her tailor of Gloucester. Instead, a smart new Kensington townhouse of lugubrious respectability unleavened by picturesqueness. Its plot, south of Old Brompton Road, had been Mr Pettyward's cherry orchard until 1811. Afterwards, nurseryman Philip Conway of neighbouring Earl's Court gardened here, in an area once dominated by market gardens and fruit growing. Number 2 Bolton Gardens was one of eight new houses built only in 1862. Among local landmarks was a grove of walnut trees. A generation ago, mulberry trees fruited nearby and five acres were laid down to arable farming, including rye. Over the course of her childhood, Beatrix would witness the felling of the last fruit trees and the departure of resident rooks. A diary entry written when she was 16 recorded every patch of land being built upon. Surviving photographs show an imposing, unlovely house. Nine tall plate glass windows to the front, massed rectangular stacks of chimneys, a pilastered porch at the side, reached by a flight of steps. To the rear, a brick-walled garden similar in size, according to Beatrix, to the prehistoric monument at Stonehenge, and, despite crisscross panels of wooden fencing, topping its high walls, much invaded by cats. Hierarchical architecture, notwithstanding its monumental aspect, most austere at the top, on the nursery floor, where the wind howled in the chimneys and sparrows nested under the guttering. As in the sly old cat, Area steps descended to basement service quarters. Thriftily, Helen Potter had furnished the servants' hall with cast-off dining chairs, inherited from her father-in-law. More than once, one of these chairs collapsed. In the drawing room, Aspidistris contributed to an atmosphere of stagnant good behaviour. Bookcases in the same room served a more than decorative purpose. In the course of spring cleaning, the maids invariably and disconcertingly rearranged the books. It was not a house for childish high spirits. Feelingly, Beatrix later wrote, I think myself that a house that is too small is more comfortable than one a great deal too large. A philosophy she put into practice in the houses that, as an adult, she bought for herself. In her own writing, only one house suggests typical Victorian urban interiors, the very beautiful doll's house, belonging to Lucinda and Jane in The Tale of Two Bad Mice. To her editor, Beatrix described this doll's house as resembling the kind of house where one cannot sit down without upsetting something. I know the sort. To the reader, she describes without censure its devastation at the hands of mice Tom Thumb and Hunker Munker. Throughout her tales, simple domestic tasks, unpacking the vegetable box, shopping for groceries, carving a ham, rolling out pastry, baking a pie, spring cleaning, are darkened by suggestions of menace. The home was a conflicted region for Beatrix. At two Bolton Gardens, surrounded by what novelist Wilkie Collins described as the clean desolation, the neat ugliness, the prim torpor of mid-Victorian urban development, Beatrix Potter was born on the 28th of July, 1866. The new streets rang with the calls of baker's boys and, at times of particular concern, news criers shouting headlines late into the evening. On horse-drawn buses, Conductors blew brass horns to summon up the old gentlemen going to their city offices. 
The hooves of carriage horses, including the potter's own, sounded clump-clop. In their wake, a crossing sweeper plied his trade. Rats abounded, hunted by street urchins. Beatrix remembered watching their sport from the nursery window, a very favourite amusement for its participants. Especially in the autumn, fog hung heavy along the grey thoroughfares. For those prepared to look for them, last vestiges remained of a different past. The May Day celebration near Kensington Square of dancing round a jack-in-the-green, a male figure covered in leaves. Beatrix described milkmaids flocking to the spectacle. As in 18th-century engravings, they wore straw hats, aprons and ribbons. She would always take an interest in the details of historic dress. Bolton Gardens was Beatrix Potter's home for more than half her life. She never regarded it with affection. My brother and I were born in London because my father was a lawyer there. She told an American...